I saw the greatest viral video and apparently it happened over Easter, but it made me happy all day yesterday. And I don't know if you've seen it. It was a, what is it in Catholicism? A priest. Right. Who would do like the blessing. Yeah. Okay. So it was a Catholic priest and he was standing, I assume outside of his church and to give people holy water. I don't know how you normally do that in the Catholic church. Does the Pope like touch or does the no, there's a little, touch you? There's a little thing when you come into the church where you just dip your hand in it and then you touch it to your forehead or your heart. Okay. So he. Or you do the sign of the cross. Was socially distancing himself, you know, and like wanted to save, but also wanted to bless people. So he got a squirt gun and was squirting his parishioners (laughs) with holy water. And I thought that was awesome because he's like an old dude, like exactly what you would think. Was he very serious? Dressed up in his thing. Was he totally serious? Serious and solemn about it? Or was he like laughing about it? No, he was totally serious. And he had like a bright green squirt gun. And he said that he like talked to his doctor about how how he could safely bless people. And (laughs) the doctor was like, well, why don't you get a squirt gun? So he did. And he was like shooting people in their cars. So they would pull up, he would welcome them, say a little prayer, squirt them. And then they would drive on. (laughs) Yes. Great. And that happened over Easter, but like the um, video just went viral and people are making all sorts of like hilarious memes out of it, but like what a way to get it done, right? Say it can't be done. Yes, it can. Sure. It's we're all about in this quarantine thing. We're all about innovation and finding ways to make it happen. So good for you, father, father squirt. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful that last night when the power went out just for a moment while I was editing one of our episodes, uh, it went out. It, it I mean, for all the times that the power could have gone out, it went out at the perfect time. I had just saved what I was working on in the middle of the project because I do it every now and again. And I feel like it's important to acknowledge that because we're so quick to say, God, the printer didn't work when I needed the printer to work or my computer. Of course, my computer is running slow when I'm in a hurry. But last night I was like, huh, it happened. It couldn't have. It's inconvenient, but it couldn't have happened at a better time. And that, my friend, is the power of gratitude. Yes, ma'am. That will shift your brain. Because I dare to say that six years ago, if that happened, that would have ruined your whole, like, next day and put you in a tizzy and just everything is horrible. Right. Well, it wouldn't have because it happened at the right time, but I wouldn't have acknowledged it. Like, I wouldn't have, it, it wouldn't have had the same power over me. I'm like, that was a good thing that happened. Despite a bad thing. There was a like good I'm glad side. I saved it. Yeah. Like so an, upsi- an upside, an upside, if you will. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our clean house. I want to share a life hack that I was taught a million years ago, and I forgot all about it until a friend of mine was complaining about how busy she has become during quarantine. Um, because her excuses are gone. Like she can't 
say anything but yes when people ask for meetings or ask for her time or ask for her to consult on something. Like she has to say yes because there's no escape right now, right? Mm -hmm. And years ago, somebody, I'm assuming because of the name of it, it's called See You Next Tuesday. It's the See You Next Tuesday method. Assuming it was a dude who came up with it. Would you know what that typically people think that stands for. Yeah, that's why I said a dude probably came yeah, up with okay. it. Okay. So the thinking, the theory behind it is whenever anybody asks you to do something, to participate in something, to do like give up your time, to volunteer, anything that would take your time, you always respond with, let me uh, put it on my to-do list and see if I can work it in. And I will let you know next Tuesday, no matter when they ask you, no matter what they say, and you put it on your calendar that on Monday, you go through the stuff that people have asked you about and you determine which ones you can do. Because you, if your go-to response is, I'm going to let you know next Tuesday, you immediately remove the pressure of having to give an immediate yes or an immediate no. Right? Mm -hmm. You're looking at me like you know, this doesn't make any sense No, because I feel like that would create more pressure by putting it off. Like, wouldn't you just want to be like, oh, I can't meet or. But the problem is people can't say that now. Mm -hmm. Like they can't say, oh, I can't meet because then, the well, why not? Well, I'm busy. So basically well, you're stacking your requests. So you can prioritize them. Exactly. And then, yeah, like all at once. Yeah. The person who is struggling with it is somebody who uh, is kind of like in marketing. So she has stuff to promote and she has stuff to that she wants to get out there. Mm -hmm. But so she feels bad saying no, but she has to prioritize the ones that are going to have the, the big turnover. They're going to have the big return on investment. Right. And she has to say no to the smaller ones. But when she's put on the spot, especially with, the, you know, the quarantine being in effect, she has a hard time. Like, there's no real excuse. So this uh, the philosophy, this see you next Tuesday philosophy is your automatic, like, no matter what, if it involves giving up your time, you say, I'm going to have to let you know on Tuesday. Got it. Give me a few days to think about it. And here's the thing. What it also does is it lets you get out of anything for the net between now and the following Tuesday. Right. Because you can say, oh, I'm all booked up. If you want me to do something after next Tuesday, I can look at it. Yes. But I'll let you know on Tuesday. Got it. So. You know what that just reminded me of, which is like a side tangent a little bit. But one thing that drives Jeff nuts is people who were like complain about chronically being busy. Yeah. Cause like Jeff's thing is like, we're all busy. So like, I don't need to hear every second of every day, like how busy you are. Like it's almost like insulting to the rest of us because you think that we just have it really easy and it used to drive Jeff crazy. And I wonder people like that, what they're doing right now. Well, I think it's, I mean, I feel, and I can't be the the only one, um, I feel almost more pressure and I feel less day-to-day -day accomplished because 
I, I don't know why, because the whole quarantine thing, it's just different. Like there's a different, like, I think there's like this and it's, I think it's starting to wane. It's starting to go away a little bit, but I think a lot of people are feeling pressure to do even more Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm working from home now. I should be so much more productive. I can get so much more done. I, you know, and, and I don't think that's the case. I read a story um, yesterday about this study that said that people who have kids and are working from home are actually more productive than people who live alone. And I totally believe that. Because you have to block your time and, well, you have and, to and be efficient your with your time. Right. Like, because when you have kids, you can't sit down and get lost in the internet rabbit hole when you have a two-year-old. You know what I mean? Or TikTok for like an hour. But like you and I will be sitting looking at our phones and then an hour has passed. And we're like, oh my God. But I'm not even talking about losing time doing recreational stuff. I just feel like um, I, I just get the sense that people who have office jobs who are working from home are feeling at this point, almost more pressure than they were in the office because of the, how bizarre everything is like the weird circumstances. And so I think little hacks like pushing everything off until Tuesday, like creating some sort of routine and an ability to prioritize for yourself is important so that you don't become overwhelmed with saying yes. Because you might feel obligated to constantly say yes. Correct. Because you're working from home. Does that make sense? I get it. So anyways, that's the name of it. You'll never forget it. See you next Tuesday. So every once in a while, I'll say something on my Instagram stories that really, it surprises me how people react to it. And I said something casually on my Instagram stories last weekend that an overwhelming amount of people sent me messages about. Like complaints or? No, um, that they did not know this news that I apparently broke on my Instagram stories. What news? Sweet Tomatoes is closing for good. Oh, yeah. Now, I did not think that I had a Sweet Tomatoes crowd. Like I was just thinking, because what I said was I ever since the story of Sweet Tomatoes closing broke, all I've been thinking about are those muffins they had there. Like they had the best muffins. And that's why I made chocolate chip muffins, because I'm in this thing right now, this food craving thing where like when I see something, I have to like have it or have to make it or whatever. Um, cause I can't stop thinking about it. And I probably got a hundred messages of people being like, oh my God, no, what sweet tomatoes is closing best muffins ever. I don't think I don't even say you've never eaten a sweet tomato. No, I have, but I don't think, I mean, I think it's been years. Well, it's been years for me too. I was kind of like reminiscing. Like, what, what was, what's the restaurant? Is it a sweet tomatoes or what's the refer- restaurant that's in front of the Costco? near us there's a restaurant that's like sweet tomatoes super salad super something i don't know but not the same like the ogs at least in atlanta have you ever heard of and i don't know if it's as big as sweet tomatoes but we used to have this restaurant called lettuce surprise you never heard of it okay so maybe that was just an atlanta thing but it was like one of those super gross but like totally delicious salad bars and you pay like a flat fee and then you can eat you know whatever you want and they have like a pasta bar and a pizza bar and a muffin bar and i mean it's like a heart attack 
Well, there's a lot of talk that buffets are going to go away kind of forever after after this, or at least for the next several years, just because of the spread of germs. It's going to kill Vegas. <laughs> what, what about Golden Corral? I've never been to Golden Corral in protest of I just really. Gold, I, Golden Corral is is terrific. And you don't go because you're stubborn, but it is a it is an amusement park of deliciousness. Here's what I think. I think that buffets are very late 80s, early 90s, and that is a specific type of entity that has needed a rebrand for a really long time. What about Jason's Deli? It's still gross. No, it's not. It's yeah. so good. How everybody can you be a fan using, of everybody using the same tongs? What to is get sweet that? tomatoes? That's what I'm saying. It's gross. Oh, like okay. now that we're no, we you're, know you're acknowledging sweet like tomatoes as a kid, it's great because it's just unlimited whatever you want. Fantastic. But as a grown up, knowing that you're touching all the same stuff and that it's just it really is pretty nasty. You know, I have um I had an experience at a buffet restaurant with a kid who was at the salad bar by himself, which I think is such a, a, a bad parenting move. Yeah. Like you don't send your seven-year-old up to the salad bar by himself because here's what he's going to do. And I watched him do it. He used the spoon, the big plastic spoon to put the chocolate pudding on his plate. Oh, chocolate pudding. Really good. Yeah. Solid choice. Yeah. And then he licked the spoon clean and put no, it back. Yes. And, no. I, and I was standing right across the salad bar from him and watched it happen. And I was like, Oh no. And I don't think I ate another thing at that meal. And I think I may have. Do you know what restaurant it was? I don't want to say, cause I don't remember for certain. Um, I, but there's so many things you can't control about a buffet. Like you can't control the person right. that comes out of the bathroom. You can't control. Like, I think people's gut reaction is when you spill something to pick it up and put it back in. Like you can't control people touching the food. It's nasty. Yeah. Nasty. Anyway. So I'm sorry I broke your hearts with sweet tomatoes, but it is closed for good. Um, I don't even know. Maybe they can open like a restaurant where they can have stations and people serving. That's what Vegas is going to have to do. Vegas is like one giant buffet. It, yeah, but yeah, Vegas isn't going to change. What happens in Vegas? Because Vegas, Vegas is gross. Yeah. All right. Here are my three random things for today. Uh, here's a, something you probably didn't know about your mobile device. Doesn't matter whether you got a Samsung or a, an Apple or a whatever you got. Uh, every few days, you're supposed to shut it completely off for several minutes and then turn it back on. Letting the battery run out doesn't count. Like you need to power it down and then turn it back on uh, because it helps reset the memory. It prevents crashes. It keeps it running more smoothly. And uh, because of the way the batteries work now, mm -hmm. um, they're smart batteries. It allows the battery to recalibrate. So your battery will actually last longer. Once a week, you say? Every few days. It says recommends at least once a week. Um, twice a week, if you remember, but I can't remember the last time I physically shut my phone off for, I can, mine was last week, but it was only because I was having problems with Instagram and I was like, Oh, maybe if I shut my phone off, but did you keep it off for like 15 minutes and then turn it on? No. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, there is, um, a perk for some, uh, one certain type of product. Uh, people 
who are working from home are now buying post-it notes, paper clips, copy paper, scissors, staplers, highlighters, and pens because they can no longer steal that stuff from the office. Mm. Now here's here. Were you about to say something that office supply sales have gone up? Yeah. Because here's my counter argument. They've gone up the 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 non-commercial office supply sales. I was about to say, I bet the commercial ones are yeah, nobody's, suffering. Yeah, they're suffering. But the non-commercial ones, like the uh, you know, going into Target or going into Office Max and buying stuff. Yeah. That's that's where it's gone up. And I will tell you that last year when I left my last job, about a month or two after that, I used the last of my copy paper and had to go. Beef. Buy copy paper, and it was probably the first time in 15 years that I had to physically buy copy paper. You also went, you left the house, and you're like, I, when we first started the show, you're like, hey, I'm going to buy those. I think they're Post-it brand, but they're like big tablets of paper, like poster board size. Oh, yeah, we, we used to use them for um, brainstorming meetings and stuff, and they're just, they're like, Two foot by four foot post-its. But. On, um, and, they, and they're on an easel and you put them on an easel right. and you write notes and then you stick them all over the walls. But the company would all, always buy them. So yes. when we first started the show, Jeff went out to like Office Depot or whatever and was like, I'm going to buy some of those for our brainstorming. And he came home empty handed. I'm like, oh, they didn't have any. And he's like, no, those things are 40 bucks. I'm not paying $40 <laughs> for that. So welcome to the real world, my friend. But we ended up getting white. Those are going to be where we wrote our like our rough schedule of the show, like our show notes out. And uh, I ended up buying these whiteboards that were the same price. They're a little bit smaller, but they were like 35 bucks each. These are $35? Yeah, 30, 35 bucks we're each. We're in the wrong business. And they've lasted the entire year. Yeah, we use them every day. Every single day. Uh, okay, and my last uh, three of the three random things is if there is a medical or health professional in your life that you want to say thank you for uh, to, uh, the number one gift doctors and nurses said that they would appreciate is a high-quality bottle of booze. Something that oh, they would, something they would never get for themselves, like uh, high-end champagne or uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label, which is like a two hundred dollar a bottle uh, bottle of whiskey. So, uh, those are your three random things. We have a couple of things. Well, our pick me up comes out today, which yeah. is our weekly newsletter. And um, Katie Burke writes it. She's hysterical and she does such a good job and puts so much thought into every single week. Um, and every week is different. So you never really know what you're going to get. But the point is to pick you up anytime during the week. You can save it in your inbox if you just want to feel good. Like, you know, when you're perusing through the Internet and you see something good and you're like, man, that makes me want to be like a better person that just, you know, gets me. That's what Katie does. So. Um, in our efforts to help everyone be a better person, because I just said that, Jeff is introducing alcohol into this yeah. week's pick-me-up. Uh, Callie requested the recipe for uh, the best summer drink, also the most dangerous summer drink. It's called an Orange Crush. So if you're looking for something delicious and refreshing, um, subscribe to the pick-me-up newsletter at callieandjeff.com, and that recipe will be in there. 
We also have a $2,000 watch that Brown and Company gave us to auction off. Um, and every single penny of what you auction is going to go to a food bank that needs some cash right now. So we are doing that. All the details about how you can auction or bid on that auction item will be at the pick me up. And again, just go to CallieandChef.com, hit the newsletter tab. I'm about to say congratulations to Tracy Benson. She was our Free Stuff Friday winner from last Friday the 15th. She won $100 and a brand new Amazon Echo. And of course, we're giving the Amazon Echoes out to uh, celebrate the fact that you can just tell your smart speaker to listen to The Upside with Callie and Jeff and boom, there we are. We're all up in your house. So congratulations, Tracy. Magic. We want to say thank you to our ad partners for the show who make the show possible every single day. Parents, listen up. I know the challenge is finding stuff for your child to do that stimulates their brain, keeps them engaged, especially in these chaotic times. What if I told you that there is an awesome company that's going to deliver right to your door every month, a crate that's going to be filled with art projects and hands-on science projects that your child can do. And these projects start with kids... Uh, as young as one. So you guys can do it together. Uh, like my four-year-old friend, Amelia, working on a project with her mom, Natalie. How do we even know how to put these things together? I'm just smart and we helped the instructions. And mommy helped you read the instructions and you helped me make it. Now High five. Because you know what? Teamwork makes the dream work. Got it. And we did that. The mushroom lantern? Yeah, and it's in my room. And then we did this one. What's this one? A firefly. You want to name your firefly? I want to name it Amelia. Good name. They were making glow-in-the-dark toys, fireflies and mushrooms and jellyfish. And, of course, Amelia wanted to name them. Amelia, because that's the best name. If you have a child in your life, we've got stuff for kids of all ages that are all about confidence, creativity, and critical thinking. And you can get your first month free on select crates by going to kiwico.com slash upside. That's kiwico, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. Your first month is free on select crates. Check them out. Good for kids of all ages and even some parents too. I am snack obsessed right now. And that is why I'm so excited about our new partner, Thrive Market. They are online groceries delivered to your door. They are high quality organic and non-GMO, and they are a fraction of what you would pay in a traditional grocery store. So you get a Thrive Market membership, and then you can search by what you're eating currently, like your diet, paleo, gluten-free, whatever. You can look up that. It's really easy to find, or you can do like I do and immediately click on the snack section and then go through it and find lots of healthy, tasty, affordable snacks. For every membership that we buy, they're going to give a membership to someone in need. So that might be a low-income family, a teacher, a veteran, or a first responder. So they'll have access to this great healthy food as well. They also offer clean beauty and bath products, pet staples, non-toxic cleaning products, ethical meat, sustainable seafood, clean wine, and more. You are going to love this company if you haven't heard of them already. 
Try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Join today and you'll get up to $20 in shopping credit towards your first order. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash upside to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 toward your first order. Thrivemarket.com slash upside. I know there's somebody listening to this right now who's got the world on their shoulders, the weight of everything, but they can't attack it because they're taking care of everybody else. I know that feeling. If you're a fixer, um, if you are a helper, then you've got a lot of burden. Well, it might be helpful for you to talk through that burden with somebody and a counselor with better help could be that person. You can have a video chat or phone call from the comfort of your own home on your own schedule with one of thousands of licensed therapists and counselors matched right to you because the first step when you go to betterhelp.com slash upside is a short quiz to match you with the professional who's going to be able to help you the most. If you don't like that person, they'll swap them out. No big deal. You can get started in as little as 24 hours. Everything you share is confidential, of course. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And you can get a 10% discount by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Save 10% off your first month. I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but I haven't really had much anxiety about um, the COVID-19 stuff until kind of recently when everything was opening up. And then I started to feel a little bit anxious. About getting back out there in the world? Yeah. And it's because like before now it seemed so controlled, you know, and like my thing is I can control me and I trust my coworkers that I'm working with, you know, cause we're in a really like, I'm only around four people a day. Trust all of them. We all agreed on kind of like what our rules are. What I can't trust is what everybody else is doing. And that lack of control just makes me feel like super unsettled, I guess is the word. I don't know if you feel the same way. Um, I don't feel the same. Um, no, I don't. You don't? No. Like, I don't feel any different now than I did two weeks ago, but I was getting out. I was out in the world. You know, like I'm the one going to the grocery store and the one going to the That's gas true. station so and stuff. That's true. you've kind of been around. So I'm used to like the mask thing and I'm a, I'm a pro at gloves and I'm, I'm a pro at hand sanitizer and, and washing my hands. And so I think I've got it covered. Mm-hmm. But you've done a really great job of, I mean, in the past two months, the only public place that Callie has been into was the entry like vestibule of a target, the lobby of a target. Yeah. Um, so I really have. And, and I, I felt, I actually almost had a panic attack at work before they kind of cut down significantly the staff, like when the news stories started coming out. And I remember being at work and there were like 15 people at work that day. And I was just, I had to go sit in my office, like, and take a second. I remember I got my call map out and I had to like breathe through it. Cause I was feeling a panic attack coming on. And I think, if you are nervous about returning to normal life, like, here's the thing, like we all want it. You know what I mean? Like I miss my friends. I miss hugging my parents. I miss going out to dinner with Jeff. I miss all of these things. So you can feel 
excited for things to get back to old normal while still being anxious. And I read this article in psychology today about it. And it was talking about like, okay, first of all, why are we nervous? And we're nervous because of the health risks and of dealing with other people's unsafe behavior. So just because you're being safe doesn't mean someone else is. And then having to adapt to a new, new normal means that, okay, you just are kind of getting used to this new schedule that you might be on. And then it's kind of like whiplash. Like now we're going to be going into something totally different. So our bodies are going to have to reset again and it's uncomfortable. But what I really liked about the article is it gave ways to help manage your anxieties, which whether it's about COVID or it's not, I feel like everybody can kind of use how to manage your anxieties. Sure. Um, the first thing they said is accept what you can't control. Surrendering to a situation does not mean you have to like it. It does, however, help to relieve undue worry and the pressure of trying to change something you can't. So I know like me and Jeff are both fixers. Like we like to fix stuff. Um, there are some things that you can't fix. And I think the sooner you wrap your head around that, the sooner you'll realize you don't have control. And then you'll be able to like free that space up a little bit. Right. So if you are um, singing, sitting at home trying to come up with a cure for the virus, not going to happen. Right. Let it go. Right. Let it go. Number two, practice gratitude. Anxiety feeds off of future fear and speculating, which Jeff and I are the king and queen of. Yeah, we we like to Being run scared st- of stuff that has not happened yet. Yeah, we we like to run every scenario and be more anxious about the doomsday ones. Like I wouldn't have a problem if I, if I ran every scenario through my head and the ones that, that had great outcomes I was excited for and the ones that had terrible outcomes I was sad for, but I don't do that. I run all the scenarios in my head and then I convince myself that the good ones aren't going to happen. Right. Just the bad ones. The really bad just ones. the bad ones. Are. Right. And yeah. then we spend time preparing ourselves for the bad ones. Yeah. Well, the thing about gratitude is, and I don't know if we've said this exact sentence on our show, but gratitude keeps you in the present. So it's a nice little way to bring yourself back to reality and real life. And I had a therapist years ago say, stop trying to tell the future. Stop fortune telling. Like right. she would stop me when I was saying, well, I'm really nervous about this. And she's like, that doesn't happen yet. Right. Stop trying to tell the future. Just a wa- waste of energy. Yes. Yeah, so when you stay in the present, you worry less, experience less anxiety. So daily gratitude, key on that. Number three, focus on what you can control. So if you're someone that likes control like me, um, read the CDC recommendations, take the precautions that make you feel safe, like wash your hands, wear a mask if that makes you feel good. And if you want to limit your social interactions, cause that makes you feel good. That's fine. Like focus on what's good for you. And just because, you know, your state might be opening or thing, you know, your hair salon might be opening. It doesn't mean you have to go. And I think we all need to do a better job of accepting everybody's Like we're in a unique time. So if you have a friend who doesn't want to go out in public right now and you want to go to a restaurant that's open and they're going to pass on it, don't give them crap. No, let them be in their comfort zone. Yeah, don't tell them, like don't peer pressure them into feeling bad. And on the other side of that, if you're a person who believes that nobody should leave their house and everybody should be in a, a hazmat suit when they do, don't be a, a jerk to your friends who are going out and, and ex- experiencing what's open because this is such, this is all new, right? Right. And I am a, 
I am a believer that we should be wearing masks in public. There are a lot of people who passionately disagree with that. And I spent some time last weekend trying to get to know those people. Like uh, they were usually friends of friends on Facebook or whatever. And I would engage with them because I really wanted to understand why they felt so strongly about not wearing a mask. And what I learned was the ones who didn't get weird, the, who would actually talk to me, they feel as strongly about not wearing a mask as I do about wearing one. Mm -hmm. And whether or not I agree with it, that's their right. So we just have to honor that even if we don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, and we can think whatever we want. Like somebody said, well, you can't judge me. And I'm like, well, I technically I can because I know you're judging me for wearing a mask, which is fine, but I'm not going to say it out loud. Like I'm not going to, like, I don't have any control over it. Like yeah. you do what you do you, I'll do me. And let's all try to get through this. And respect the people. I mean, and I told respect, my, be my, great and uh, have grace. One of my hair salons is uh, opening and you know how passionately I feel about my hair. Like we all know this, but they asked me if I was ready to reschedule like my appointment that had been canceled. And I was like, to be totally honest, I'm not ready. I'm just not there yet emotionally. Like I think I would feel so stressed about it. And um, my stylist was like, that is totally cool. I totally get it wait until you're ready and we're here when you are. So why I thought you, that was really cool. Why don't you do like me and get a yard cut? Yeah. <laughs> is, isn't your hair? It's is not this? a cut that I want. It's like extensions and the blowout and the whole thing. You can do that in somebody's driveway, can't they? Mm, not mm. so much. Anyway, so those are three tips for how you can manage your anxiety with anything. Accept what you can't control. Practice gratitude. Focus on what you can control. And just know that it's okay to take stuff slow. And just be honest with people and say, you know what? I'm not ready yet. If you're not ready, you're not ready. And that's just fine. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I know we said our commencement addresses would start today and be today and tomorrow. Well, uh, we ran out of time yesterday, so they're actually going to be tomorrow and the day after. And when I say we ran out of time, I'll say it was me because I think Callie has hers pretty much done. I did. I wrote mine. I don't know how good it is. I mean, I think it's good. My points are good. I'm not very good at like an opening so there's not really an opening, but there's meat. But you don't have important. to. That's the thing is you don't have to have an opening because this is like it's an, my speech. It's like an abridged commencement address. And it's my speech and I do what I want. You ask me to speak. Fine. I'll do it my way. Yeah. You can do away with all the haha jokes and all that stuff and just get right into the meat of it. Are so, you going to do the haha jokes? Uh, no, because I'm trying to keep it shorter, but it'll, it'll be entertaining. Hmm. All right. So uh, tomorrow and the day after tomorrow and Thursday. So sorry about that, but they'll be they'll be here tomorrow and Thursday. OK, bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I'm just calling because for the first time in two months, I'm alone, not with my husband or my child at my house. I'm driving and I put on the podcast and it just made me smile from ear to ear just instantly. I have no idea how many I've missed. I have no idea how many more there are for me to listen to. Um, but I'm just, I just love you guys. I just wanted to share that with you because it really just made me so happy to hear your guys' voice and to just kind of feel a little piece of normalcy. Um, and congratulations, Callie and Jeff, on your baby. Um, I wish you guys the best. I miss listening to you and I can't wait to get back to normal. Bye.
Bye. I am really good about drinking water when I'm in my normal routine. When I am out of my normal routine or on the weekends or later in the day, I am so bad about picking up the water. And if that sounds like something you struggle with, think about liquid IV. You're going to get, you get these little sticks, right? They're, um, powder sticks, like you open the stick, lots of powder, dump it into 16 ounces of water and it hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone. Each serving provides as much hydration as two to three bottles of water, plus vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. It has more vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana. Here's another thing that I love about them. They donate 2.3 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military, which is so important because dehydration occurs daily in three out of four people. That's pretty much everyone. Right now, you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That is 25% off of anything that you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. L-I-Q-U-I-D-I-V.com. Promo code UPSIDE. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Tracy. Um, I got the email today that I was your Free Stuff Friday winner. And I just wanted to call and say how much I, one, appreciate um you both and your positivity and your podcast and um, listening to it really helps me um, to, you know, stay positive, especially during all of the craziness that we're living in right now. Um, Thank you so much for the Free Stuff Friday. That was um, the best surprise to my day today. Um, Today was a particularly rough day just because uh, I work in healthcare and um, things are really hard at work. Um, and I also had sort of my own personal um, challenges today, um, navigating some things for one of my daughters. So I, I just wanted to really, really tell you how much I appreciate you and all that you're doing. And I love you guys and keep it up. Thanks. Hi, it's Tracy from Roswell again. I just wanted to call back because after I hung up from my previous message, my daughter, who always listens in the car with me, said, Callie and Jeff are real? And then we we called back because we wanted to let you know how excited she was to know that you're real people. And uh, we listened to the message together, and she's like, "Uh, I want to hear Callie. So just wanted to let you know my five-year-old loves you too, and she's so impressed that you're real. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Leslie. Uh, I'm listening to episode 261, Fat Dogs. The secret to having light dogs, which is better for their joints, just like ours, is green beans. Replace half of their kibble with green beans. I like the frozen ones. I let them thaw. And in the summer, sometimes give them frozen beans as treats. They are almost calorie-free, and they have fiber, so they feel full and not left out of any dinner plans and it will lighten them up quickly. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. Hey, friends. Uh, Listening to Wednesday's show, and I'm so proud of Jeff for being the way he is, not being afraid to ask uh, for good customer service and ask for what you pay for. But I do have to tell you I'm a little surprised because you're an only child. I always figured... I guess incorrectly that only children didn't do that. I have 
always done that my entire life. But I just thought it was because I've been scrappy because I'm the youngest of four kids and I'm the youngest by far. So I've always had to scrap for everything. Um, so I'm so proud of Jeff for doing that as an only child. I think that's awesome. Yay. Um, also, I forgot what else I was going to say. So just keep on keeping on. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Jessica. Again, I think this is now like sixth time I've called you guys about something. So I feel like we know each other. Um, I'm a teacher, so I was calling in response to Jeff's question about cheating. Um, I 100% agree. I teach high school history, um, and I don't think it's important for them to memorize dates and dead guys. I think what's important is for them to understand why certain things happen and how that affects us even today. So, for example, they know what World War One was. I don't need them to be able to list the causes of World War One, but I need them to be able to explain why those things caused World War One. then why did that lead to World War Two? how did that change the world, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's the stuff that, that is important, the, the whys of it, and how does it affect us today, because that's the big thing we deal with in history. Well, why do I need to know this? Okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox because I can keep going, but that's what it is, it's the why. From time to time, you may stumble fall, you will for sure have questions and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to find out what makes you come alive, you will be happy, successful, and you will make a difference in the world.